Let's continue with what we're learning in the page of Erz from Rav Avinir, in the footnote, we're on page 456, footnote 1135, around 10, 12 lines down. We're learning, we're learning last week, <coughs> But what is meant by these neshamas chadoshos at the end of time, which is referring to people like ourselves, neshamas chadoshos, and the ingathering of tibizure emuna that's taking place that we've been talking about the past few weeks, and all the unbelievable koiches of creativity and of Kedusha, <clears throat> that we bring with us, these new neshamas are bringing with, with them, with us, as we return, as we come back to Eretz Yisrael. And we're learning to understand on a deeper level the meaning of Yeridus Adairus, the decline of generations that we're so used to hearing about. On the other hand, we see that there are neshamas chadoshes, and there's a certain koach of kedushin of ruchnias that's obvious. That wasn't in the past, and we were learning last week from Rav Cook. Rav brought from Rav Cook. We discussed this in a number of places. The difference between the individual Jew where we see that as far as the madragas that were once reached by earlier tzaddikim, that, that there's definitely a, a Yeridah Sadaris. But as far as Am Yisrael and Knesset Yisrael is concerned, the Koch of the Kedusha of Am Yisrael is something which is cumulative over the generations. In order to understand, thank you, in order to understand the time that we're in, and the Kochas that we have, we have to get past this constant reminder of how we're the worst, we're the most terrible, we're the lowest that ever existed. There is, in Kitsanias, there's truth to that. But unless we understand that in Panemius, we're the greatest generation that ever lived, so we're not going to be able to prepare ourselves to greet Mashiach again. And as we've seen many, many times, the two great Kahanim, Rav Kook and Rav Sadaka Koin, who both tapped into Pneumius and had the unique ability to give it over to our generation, to our time. So on page 456, Where it says, halalu Around 10, 11 lines down. Halalu so, Absalik writes in Paikate the Karim, Kichol dar ha-herlech 
He called Dar HaHoylech HaTayra V'Hamitzah Shulham Nishau V'Nikvu V'Levobz V'Nei Yisrael V'Dar HaBa Rapsodik says that every generation that leaves the old generation, the last generation when it leaves the world it leaves behind all of the Torah Mitzvahs all of the Torah Mitzvahs Shulham Nishau V'Nikvu V'Levobz V'Nei Yisrael V'Dar HaBa the last generation when it left the world and as it leaves the world all of the teramisus, all of the mysterious nefesh becomes Rav Tzaddik says it remains and it's fixed in the hearts it's there in the hearts of of the new generation of Jews Mr. Tzaddikim spoke about how our generation is a generation this time that we're in. It's already now another generation. It's getting further away, but that generation that we were raised with the Kiddush Hashem of the of the Jews of the Holocaust, <coughs> of the unbelievable Kiddush Hashem, mysterious nefesh of Jews to be Jews and who killed our Kiddush Hashem. And that somehow that's part of who we are as well. It's there. <laughs> we see that, that we're getting smaller, we're getting further away from Kedusha. And therefore, this time at the end is called the footsteps, the heels of Mashiach. <laughs> that the nefoshes, like the time he writes at the beginning, how the neshamas, there are neshamas that come from the, the tzaddikim that come from the rosh, from the, from that higher place, like other marish, whatever, the others. And then with the neshamas that come all the way, we came into the world all the way from the heel, from the bottom, from the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> However, Sadiq says, the Maila that we have is that all of the Shuyas of all early, of all earlier generations, Kulam, Chal Tayru Mitzvahs, and all of the Tayru Mitzvahs, Shesiglu Ba'ilam Hazah, that the earlier generations accomplished all that they accomplished while they were alive in this world. Not just the last generation, but all earlier generations. Hakol Nishar Kavur V'Takuah all remains kavur, takua, fixed, embedded in the deepest, deepest part of the heart of the last generation. As we've received all the early generations, all the ur of the early generations is in is in us. And from that perspective, the later the generation. Yeshlo Yisrael Hechsha Maila. There's an advantage. There's a certain Maila to the earlier generation, to the one before. In all earlier generations. Val Derech Shem Shilam Binyan Achach Mekinanis Lagabi HaAnakiyadu. As the Rapsodic says, and we mentioned this last week, the mosul that is used of a midget standing upon the shoulders of a giant. Kain Hu Gam Kain Binyan HaAvoida Tarah So it is. 
with our Vodin Torah Mitzvahs. Misadazer, Hadaras Holchem Umisa'ala, Imayla Lamayla. Mitzad this, the generations are ascending higher and higher. Mitzad Yisvan Azchuyis, Vahamaylas, and Mitzchachas, Bechal Davadar. Mitzad, the additional Schusen and the Mailas that are Mitzchachas that are new, that we didn't see in earlier generations. And every generation, Shahim that remain forever. They don't disappear. Kedusha doesn't disappear. When a tzaddik was in a certain place, one time when the tzaddik was there, there are many, many stories about the tzaddikim like that. But there was a tzaddik that went someplace one time, and he davened in that place one mincha. There's a relation of Kedusha that's forever and ever. Evil, rishos, is Kedushan Techla. Doesn't, doesn't leave a relation. But Kedusha leaves a, a permanent imprint. And therefore the Kedusha of the early generations leaves a permanent imprint in the souls of Am Yisrael of the new generation. Masha Enkain Reb explains, when it comes to Hachatoi Machisreinus, when it comes to the sins of early generations and the Chisreinus and the deficiencies, Misa Memarktan, through death, the the earlier generation was cleansed and the dinim. So whatever was bid in the earlier generations, the stain, all that, all the stains of the past, become cleansed and purified through death and through the dinim that take place after death. All of that has been cleansed. All of that's been purified. So any of the grandparents or great grandparents or great great grandparents to whatever the Averis were, whatever was in the past that wasn't good, all of that is already clean. Almost every week I have a phone call from a very, from a, like a, a, a parents, they had a, they have a baby and they're talking about, they want to know about the name. So I have this conversation, I just had this uh, conversation yesterday with somebody, the, <coughs> the grandfather's name was whatever, was uh, Yaakov Moshe, let's just say, it was a grandfather's name. So they're calling to ask me about the name, what I think about the name Yaakov Moshe. He says, what's going What can be bad? Yaakov Moshe. Very fine Jews. Yaakov Moshe. So then the, this is the way it usually goes. I find this much more with the women than the men. Just that's the truth. I just find this much more with the women. First of all, a lot of the women, they don't like that. They wanted something like, uh, you know, Yakova <laughs> and whatever. It's a boy, so they have to give, you know, whatever. The grandfather's a Mazel. The grandfather's name is Yaakov Moshe. So they don't know what to do because they wanted something like, you know, uh, Tzurish Adai or something. <laughs> so that's what goes on with the, these conversations. But, but Yaakov Moshe is not a you know, It's nothing uh, elegant or exciting or different. It's different. The women all say it's got to be different because my kid is going to be different. So could be, could be different. So the... The, the usual then very often is where it goes the conversation <coughs> so let's say so the, so I'll say so good so the Zaydi Yaakov Maisha and I'll say something like that my grandfather the grandfather passed away a year ago and the, the family would be very very happy if he gave the name Yaakov Maisha so I don't know why they call it like Yaakov Maisha is a very holy name he died a year ago the family would be very excited so what do you what's the what's the problem so then I'll get something like this. There were certain things I saw in my grandfather that, I, that, I'm not, you know, that were not so good. 
So I would say, I'm sure there are things that he's telling you that are not so good. <laughs> and how would you like it if you die? You can have some grandson that's some grandson that's holding you up like that and saying, I don't know. You know, uh, it came late for davening a lot. Didn't I? I didn't like he had a little bit of a temper or he didn't play enough for the grand. These are the kinds of things I mean, you know, wasn't so friendly, wasn't so, so whoa. These are like, you're very pretty hard on your grandfather like that. I see, if you tell me that the grandfather's got you a bit some kind of rush, you know, evil person, you tell me you didn't like his this weren't so good, so therefore you, you want to erase him, you machish so. His name shouldn't be, he shouldn't have a name in the world because you think that he wasn't meeting up to your standards of what you heard in the Sichot in your seminary or something. So now now your grandfather's gone. <laughs> Finished. They're ready to erase a grandfather like that. I'm saying, tell me something. He killed people. He did something. What did he do this Jew that you don't want to give him a name? I saw that, like you know, he he, he was. You know, there was a certain way he didn't. He didn't always so friendly. I, I, these are conversations I have all the time. So, so first of all, a person has to know that whatever was with a Zaidi or the Bobby. Everything that was bad, everything that wasn't the way that you think is supposed to be, everything was already fixed and clean. And the grandfather, the grandmother are polished and shining, and mom is glowing in the higher world. And you shouldn't think, chas it's time to say about grandparents, and at least born. So, so, anything that's bad doesn't leave, doesn't leave a ration. Doesn't leave a trace. Through death and, and the dinim that take place after death, everything is purged, purged, clean. All the ra, all the ra that was there is destroyed. And nothing remains. But whatever was good in the grandparents, this is important to remember, that whatever was good, whatever was pure, whatever was holy in the grandparents, that stays. Kedusha always lives in Rosh. Kedusha always, there's always Shirayim. Kedusha, there's always, always leftovers. Kedusha is something which remains fixed. And I received this that Even though the generations are decreasing, there is, of course, an Indian of Yeridus Adaris. We don't have a Balshamta or a or whatever. So even though the generations are decreasing, this is the Kabbalah of Absalakad. The inner point of the heart is It's becoming more and more pure. in every generation. That's a very, very strong thing to say. But he received this in the Kabbalah. Stami means he heard from the Meshilach. And it goes back to the Bismedrus of Pshischa. And from earlier Tzadik. That even though the generations are even though the generations are decreasing, but in the Kudush of and it's not a steer, the inner point of the heart is becoming more and more pure. Her leches and Mizdakeches of Bechaldar. 
Final. Knesses Yisrael. This is what we spoke about earlier. That that metzias of Knesses Yisrael, that metzias of the of the entirety of the collective reality of Knesses Yisrael, which is the recipient, the beneficiary of all of the avoda of early generations that we might not yet see in this individual person coming out. It could come out, and we'll t- he talks about it in a few minutes. It can come out in a crazy way. Like you see very often that the children, the grandchildren of big tzaddikim, that they're either big tzaddikim or they're like totally, totally, like problematic. Putting it, just putting it in a nice way. The children, the grandchildren of tzaddikim, they're either like very, very, not always, but you see this very often that they're very strong in, in yonah of kedusha. Or the Khalil are very strong in the opposite kind of inyana. Because there's an Akudisha belief that's very powerful there. And that energy is an energy when it's in, in its root and in its source, the Nakudish belief is very pure. When Mashiach comes, there'll be a big beer and everything will be good. I mean, people could do chuva. We all do chuva. But there's, there'll be a very big beer. Our generation, as we learned in Maim Hador and Ravavanir brings soon, on the outside there's a lot of a lot of chisainas. But the inside, the Nekudah Shebelev, this is what I talk about all the time, and, 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 and it has to be over and over, and to be more and more and more. Did you see this Kiseida with the kids that are called the ones that are off the dark, and the kids that are called the ones at risk, and the kids that they have to make special schools, everybody's nervous about, and they're not coming home Shabbos, and, they, and all, the, you know, all the scary things that we're seeing, and, the, and, uh, and, 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 and the drugs, and all kinds of things, that when you when you're Isaac with this with this chaver, you see that the nekudah shabalev is is zokuch ma'od ma'od in this chaver, ma'od ma'od. The pureness of the heart I have found just my, this is my own personal experience, and I've shared this. I've had these conversations with a lot of chaver that are Isaac in these things. That the nekudah shabalev of these Jews is the deepest and the purest. The outside is. Because they have something, there's something inside that is that demands a certain, which we spoke about in Arisat Shuva, is a, that demands a certain honesty and a certain realness and a certain truthfulness. And the Kudush Shabalev is very, very pure. And they can't bring themselves to copy, to imitate, to be disingenuous, to be not authentic. Whereas people that have lowered, so they can just go like, you know, but but they there's such a, a, a fire that I've seen in, in, in these neshamas that in the the, the kudush is something which is astonishing to look at and takes them to all kinds of places and things which Hashem Yerachim crazy things crazy things it's not it's not that they're regular they're not regular and if we look at them as, as being lower than us and we speak to them in a condescending way we lose them. In many respects, I know this is a controversial thing to say, but you have to take it in the, in the context. They're much higher than us. And they're having a serious akal in this heaven. They're much higher than us. And we're not satisfying their needs, Fakarish Baruch, with our things about just be quiet with your finger on the Gemara. We're not satisfying their need, Fakarish Baruch. They have a deeper need, Fakarish Baruch, than we do. So we're satisfied with the They're not satisfied with that. They want the whole thing. And when they're not getting the whole thing, so then they have a shvisa kaila. And the kudush belayb is very, very pure. Very pure in, the, in this heaven. And I've seen in them a certain kind of an honesty and a certain 
because it's mixed in with all kinds of confusion. But and the Kudush Belayv is very exalted, it's very high in this Chavah. We already learned this is the Knesset is the collective Kli of all the Kedushas Yisrael from all the generations. And every single individual soul, of course, has that connection to Knesset Yisrael. As long as a Jew still calls himself a Jew, and identifies himself as a Jew and feels that he is a chilek of Am Yisrael. Rabbi says that the Kedusha of Knesset Yisrael is ascending higher and higher every generation. Through the more and more terms of this generation. More chidushim that this generation has made in our learning, with all of our chidushim and our learning, and new mitzvahs and more ma'asim tovim, and all kinds of, and all kinds of avoda and melechas akodesh that's new for our generation. That that there also things chidushim that the early generations were not were not able to be Isaac and they were now being able they were able to be Isaac and there's no generation that doesn't have novel, new, creative ideas in Torah that were not in the earlier generations. It's built upon the Yisodas of the early generations, but Chidushim, Chidushim, new things. On this adds to the treasure of Knesset Yisrael. More contributions. Every time we daven, every time we learn, every mitzvah, every chiddush and learning is adding to that amazing treasure in Shemaim that's called Knesset Yisrael. Every time we daven, everything we learn, we're adding into the into the treasury of Knesset Yisrael, to that amazing oitzer of the neshamas of Knesset Yisrael. We're only adding the tov. We're not adding it to any. There's no, there's no collection of ra. Ra is the union of that individual person that has to be that has to be dealt with, and every individual person has to be cleansed and purged of that ra. Each individual, but there's no general treasury. There's no collection of ra. There's no such thing as a collection of the ra of Am Yisrael. By the Risham of the Umas Island, there is such a thing. By the nations of the world, but not by Amisel. There's no collection. <clears throat> the Taiv is collected. Any mitzvah, any tiny little any tiny little good thing that any one of us ever, ever, ever did in our lives is put into the is deposited. Is deposited into Knesset Yisrael. Everything that it was ever done by the earlier generations is but that's good is deposited is deposited into Knesset Yisrael. The, the bad stuff is, is fixed. The good is deposited to Knesset Yisrael. And this is the additional Kedusha of the Shechina that dwells in the depths of the heart of Knesset Yisrael. That purifies their hearts. 
the whole door, each generation, mitzate surface kedusha on the surface, with the additional kedusha that's added in this generation, the makor haknesia that goes in to the makor into that into that collection, the makor, the whole door of all of the generations. This this is the the children or the toldos of the the what is produced by the tzaddikim, meaning all Jews. That told the same tzaddikim is mitzvahs and masim that live on and on and on and on. That anything that we ever did that's good has a has a life that lasts forever. Anything we did that's bad is short lived, temporary. Anything that we do that's good lives on and on and on forever. The Tanya writes in Rav Shulchan Aruch from the Mukabalim that any piece of Torah that a Jew ever learned in his life, even though he forgot it, at the end of time Hashem will give it back to him and he'll remember everything he ever learned. Any single piece of Torah that we ever learned in our lives that we that we forgot, and you have a Das that we can't remember, it's going to be brought back. There's nothing good that's lost. Everything that's good is accumulated, is kept, and is returned. And over all of the years, it's gathering more and more and more in, in that Kedush of Knesset Yisrael. So mitzad that, Reb Sadiq says, each generation is higher and higher and higher. Mitzad in the Kudush of Belayv. Kol Ma'ashamanu, so Rabbi Nair explains, that all that we're learning now, B'nagel le'gadlus ha'deres ha'chreinim, al'pnei elu ha'rishanim, when we see the Tzadikim, Reb Sadiq and Rav Kook, speaking about the greatness of the later generations compared to the earlier ones. All of this is a wonder that Hashem does in the world. But that, that's not as far as each individual person's free choice is concerned. As far as this amazing thing that Hashem's Baruch does, that He gathers together all of the Kedusha, and He gathers together all of the Mitzvah Samasim Toivim, that's the Baruch Shalom's Isaac, that he's Isaac in, that the Baruch Shalom does such a thing, he takes up such a collection. That's Hashem's Enyi, that he makes such a collection. That's the Yitzhira Lukis, that's something that only God can do. We don't know how to do stuff like that, we're just trying day by day to be good. But Hashem has such a Yitzhira, that Hashem has made such an Enyi, of Knesset Yisrael. Therefore, in the depths of our neshamas, Hashem gave us the energy, the, the cumulative energy and holiness of earlier generations. That's a gift from Hashem. That's the Yitzhira However, as far as the individual and the choices that he makes in life, that's what we said before. The tzaddik's, the tzaddik's son or the tzaddik's grandson can choose to use that energy <coughs> and to become, God forbid, a, 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 a terribly destructive person. It's, as far as the individual, what he chooses to do with that energy, what he chooses to do with the Nakudash of It doesn't have to be anything in holiness on the outside at all. It could be just the opposite. And how the person appears in his life. 
remember years ago there was a there was some sort of a study that was made and among I don't know how it was done this study but who were the most influential people who ever lived that was the question that was asked in this study so it came out to be you know Moses and Lavdul between the holy and, and impure and Isaish and Yashka Jesus and uh, Albert Einstein and Sigmund Freud and Karl Marx Every single one of these people had a bris, you understand? <laughs> <laughs> all, they're all Bali bris. Each one of them had a bris meal. <clears throat> so I told we already spoke about this, that when Rev. Cook spoke about the greatness of Osohish, of Yoshka, so they went crazy. The old Heaven Yushalayim went totally nuts. <laughs> that, oh, now, he, now it came out that Rev. Cook is really a secret hidden, you know... So of course, it's not, if you look in the in, if you look in the in the Irish, what he wrote about Isaiah, he spoke about the unbelievable spiritual energy. And then of course he goes on to say, "Is a Russia, Marusha, his mach of the world. He destroyed Glasgow. He destroyed all the world. He brought such such sickness and evil to the world." Rav Kook wasn't talking about the outside of the person. But Mitzad in the Kudush in Isaiah, Rav Kook spoke about the exaltedness of the Kudush How it came out on the outside? By Freud, by Marx, by these people. How it came out on the outside in Yashka? Odom Bal Neshama Gedola, a person who, who has within him a Neshama Gedola, tremendous Neshama, Yochel Achlit, he still has free choice. What to do with this, the Kudush what to do with this, with this energy? He could decide. He could decide to behave in a way that's vicious, in a, in a way that's evil. That was the choice that Yashka made. That was the choice that Karl Marx made. These were the choices that people make. How does Hashem judge them? Only, only Hashem's wife knows what this person would be. Each person, what he went through, and where he was. My father was just telling me, we were talking the other day, and he said that in, we, were about, he was, we were talking about Kapos, one of the kids we were talking about Kapos. So these were Jews, you know, these are Jews that were working for the Nazis. And, and, and my father was saying that most of them were like, like the terrible Rishon. And most of them were, were beating us worse than, worse than Germans. It was Something in the father it's terrible to say, but that was it was, ter- it was mamish terrible. He said there was one, there was one couple. They, they were that was that was um, like he said he was at Sadik, and he and so every he said that that when the Germans weren't watching, he would say to them in Hungarian, "Okay, no one's here." Take it easy with the work. Just it's relax. It's okay. Just you know, don't work hard. Just take it. And then when you knew that there was a German that was coming, you tell them in Hungarian to to work, 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 work. And then he started yelling and making a whole scene, screaming at them. And on the side, he was trying to get them things to eat. In the end, the, in the end, they took this couple. They found out that he was bringing things to them, and they tortured him to death in front of everybody. This couple. So, yeah. Unless you have you have two, you have this couple and you have this couple. You have this Jew and you have that Jew. 
they all had big neshamas. This one, unfortunately, became a, a rasha, and the other one became a tzaddik. It was Moshe Nefesh. He was disguised to help people, to see what he could do to help people. It's a choice that a person makes. Adrabah v'adrabah. The Gemara says in Sukkah, the greater the person, meaning the greater the person, the greater the light of that neshama, the greater the Yitzhahar. But it says Yitzhah It doesn't say Yitzhah Shalogodlehman. The Yitzhah, the energy. Yitzhah is lost of Yitzhah, of creativity, of energy. The greater the person, the greater the Yitzhah. So that's what I was talking about before. About these chevra that uh, that that are going, you know, doing things that are not mitzvahs. So the gol mechaver is yitzur godlim. And Reb Tzadik writes about that in Sikkas Tzadik. Reb Tzadik speaks about how we think that the others, we we would think that the others were very very mild type of people. Like they were like you know the others, edelly <coughs> like you know mild. He says the others. All of the others of Amiyas were tremendous Bale Cheshek. They're people of unbelievable energy, of tremendous, tremendous fire and passion. They weren't regular people. They're tremendous Yitzarim, tremendous, tremendous Yitzarim. So a person could say, sure, if I'd be Yosef Tzadik, I also wouldn't do the Avera. No, if you'd be Yosef Tzadik, you would do the Avera a million times over. If you would. I mean, if you'd be Yosef Tzadik, you'd I mean, be two Yosef Tzadik, so it wouldn't be. But you would, if you had that kind of Yetzirah, that Yosef Tzadik, you're not Masik, what kind of Yetzirah you had? What kind of an unbelievable energy there was inside of Yosef Tzadik? And, and, and despite that, he pulled himself away. That's our generation. That's where we're in right now. So a person looks at himself and he feels bad. Look, oh, look what's wrong with me. I have such terrible, disgusting Yetzirahs. There was never such a disgusting thing in the world like my Sahara. That's not a simon of how low a person he is. That's a simon of how exalted a person is. And it also means that he has the kaychus to, to overcome that, and to fight against that. And that's where we're in right now. And the greater the neshama, the more he can get, he can get lost in all kinds of complications and all kinds of mistakes. Like the Balatanya told somebody, there's a whole, I'm not going to tell the whole I'm sure many of you remember it. There's a whole thing with a, there was a son of one of the chassidim that was going completely off and, and, the, and he agreed with, it. his father begged him to go see the Rebbe and, uh, and, and the conversation that the Rebbe was asking whether he has a horse, and he has a horse. And the end of the conversation was that the, the Alta Rebbe said to him, what if a person is a, a very healthy and strong horse, a very, very powerful, beautiful, strong horse, that can that get him to his destination much faster than a, than a, a weak and, and regular horse? So the, so this, this boy said, of course, if it's a strong, healthy horse, then it can get him to the... the so the Rebbe says, but what happens if what happens if that horse is going in the wrong direction? It's a very strong, powerful, beautiful horse, but it's going in the wrong direction. Will it get him to the wrong place faster? So, of course, it's a very powerful, strong. Uh, 
so then, the, but the young man knew what the Rebbe was talking about. So he said, but but also since it's a very strong and powerful horse, it could it, it, it could also go back to the right place very very quickly. So Tanya said, but what happens if he totally forgot what the right place is? Then he'll have the most powerful horse in the world going always further and further away, driving around the world, not going back to the right place. And the guy broke down, and he cried, and he came back. It's a whole story. It means to have that that powerful horse. That Yates, that's a powerful Yates, is not something to be embarrassed about or ashamed. It means that a person has tremendous, tremendous karchas. Our whole generation has such energy. And then there are Yechidim, especially the children and the grandchildren said he can have. You can get so messed up when you have a big nisham. <laughs> says that maybe that's what Abtzadik is talking about. The Nakuda the inner point of the heart. The inner point of the heart. That's a lotion that's found in many swarm. The opposite court here is the Shemi Shmuel, who uses this in many places, but not just the Shemi Shmuel, all the swarm say. That's the new That's why so much of that energy comes out on Lagbaimer. And why is there more energy now that comes out on Lagbaimer than ever before? She talked about this all the time, but when I was a kid, Lagbaimer was. Wasn't there, you know, it wasn't anything here. So a couple of people had me. Stone they had in the Yushlaima Jews, they had uh, an Indian a little bit in Chutzlars. Otherwise, not just sell was a bigger Indian, but not like now. As we get close to the Mashiach, Rabbi Shimon is bigger and bigger and bigger, just like Rabbi Nachman. Those tzaddikim that were, that were revealing the Nakudish of life more than the other tzaddikim, you see that, 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 they, that they're picking up so many, so many, so many Hasidim and Faket, and the other ones that are not speaking to the Nakudish of life, how they're losing, losing, losing connection to people and followers and so on. And there's losing that connection. There's another Godel that 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 uh, that was nifted recently. I'm sure many of you have heard of him and you've learned some of the things. I was I had the privilege to go with him to Poland a few years ago, my wife and I with a few Rabbanim and Oshivas. Ramasha Shapiro, right here, Ramasha Shapiro is a Big, big, big person. Not from the, not from the Chassidim. Dafke from Mamish from Misnagim. That's the world that he came from. And we had the we had the schus to go with him on a trip to Poland to spend a week learning Rabbi and Svasamis with him. That's so what it was the week. Uh, a wonderful chaver of people. And we weren't we didn't go to the concentration camps. We, we went to we went to Lublin and to and to Ger to learn Rabbi and to learn Svasamis. We spent Shabbos in Lublin. And um, and what came out recently is that years ago he was summoned by a very, very famous uh, Rosh Hashiva, by a very big Rosh Hashiva. He was asked to come by this Rosh Hashiva, that they told him that the Rosh Hashiva wants to speak to him. He went to the Rosh Hashiva, and the Rosh Hashiva told him that it's not good that you're teaching these things, mm-hmm. that you're teaching, you know, this... <coughs> these, this, this if you know where Moshe Shapiro was, very, very, very deep Torah, morale... There's a lot my around it. So it's very, very deep, Tyra. It's not good. Because it's... So Rabbi Shapir asked, why? So he said that it's distracting the boys from their learning. They're not 
focusing on their learning. So Moshe Shapiro asked this Adam Gadol, he asked him, I Rav Dessler, <coughs> Rav Dessler was doing that, right? Rav Dessler was the famous Meshach Rav Dessler, he was also developing that kind of learning and giving over that type of Torah. So the Rashiva said, I wasn't happy with Rav Dessler either. <laughs> so I, 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 I saw this, this came out, this came out, and uh, how this leaked, I guess, when Moshe Shapiro said it to somebody, what happened? They also know who the Rashiva was. And how it's possible for such a, a tremendous Tamil to be completely, completely out of touch with reality. I don't mean Rav Moshe Shapiro, I mean the other one. Even though not not dust under his feet and not an earthworm, and he was a tzaddik and so on, but he didn't recognize. He didn't know about. He didn't. He admitted himself. He didn't learn any kabbalah. He didn't know any pnimis atayra. He said so himself. This person was a great person. He didn't know any pnimis atayra. <coughs> That's why he had to try to. He had asked somebody to try to answer questions that were asked about his tainus against an adam gadol. Was, uh, one of the chassidim was not going into any of these stories that are too painful. But this reality of she'ein megil apgam la'olam, that there's a part of a Jew, she'ein megil apgam la'olam, that is pure, and nothing nothing bad has ever reached that part of a Jew. And to see that, the Kudush HaBalev, in the Kudush HaBalev, and to believe in the Kudush HaBalev, so you see Davke by Rabbi Shimon, such a commotion now as we get closer to Mashiach and those and why is the whole why is it the whole world with the Lubavitcher Rebbe what's with the Lubavitcher Rebbe those Neshama's Klolius that, that were very deeply connected to Knesset Yisrael and of course they had such a deep connection to that Nakuda and as much as you have these you know these these some people Rosh Hashivas whatever they're protesting Davka against Lubavitch Rebbe and against Rav Kook and against Rebbe Nachman. The world just likes laughing at all. Yes. There are a few people that take them seriously, but more and more it's like not taken seriously. It was just laughing. And Moshe Shapiro was a danger to Klai, so he was stopping Jews from learning Torah, he was preventing Jews. He was trying to open up and uncover that part of a Jew that wants to learn. And the Rosh Hashiva was, was a very holy dinosaur from an earlier age that thought that he was still someplace in Lithuania and that the whole world revolved around 50 people that were like him. I know this is absolute apicursus and, I, and they're gonna make, they could make an effigy of me in B'nai Brak next week. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth, I don't care. They could, argue that with anybody, that's the truth, that's the Metzius we see with our eyes that's the truth doesn't Rav Dessler was taking away from Torah Rav Dessler we're talking about two great people we're not Hasidim Rav Moshe Shapir and Rav Dessler, we're not Hasidim at all, at all, at all and this was going to pull the boys away from the yeshiva how could an Adam Gold be so completely out of touch with what's going on? It's a, it's a pacha. But this is not new. We've suffered through this. You know what kind of Hesnagdus there was to Rav Shamsh Falhersh in Germany? There wasn't a Hesnagdus to Rav Shamsh Falhersh. Now it's Kodesh, Kodesh, Kodesh. 
And what about when the Ramchal was saying what he was saying? He was put in the chayim. The Ramchal was put in the chayim. Now, the Ramchal, kodesh, kodesh, kodesh. <clears throat> Just over the past five years, it's not as dangerous to mention Rabbi Nachum. It's not as dangerous to say Rav Cook. Even in Haredi circles, there are some people that were, will admit that, you know, that, that Rav Shalom was on Arbach and Rav Yoshev would tell me them, you know, and Rav Cook. They're, they're cautiously admitting that, that Rav Cook was an Adam God. They're being very, very careful about that. It'll be in the American Mishpach, it might not be in the Israeli edition of Mishpach, you understand. There's a very big difference between the American Mishpach and the Israeli Mishpach. To be very careful. They got into a lot of trouble. You have to be careful. Americans are, you know, it's easier here. Over there, you got to be very careful. The Israeli mishpach is different, different, different. To be very careful. But we see this. What's going on by what's going on in Meiron? It's going to Rabbi Shimon. Because Rabbi Shimon was talking about the Nakuda Apni Mishabalev, and he was pulling out from Israel. Pulling out in the, the, that Nakuda Pnimisha, believe yourself, Rabbi Shimon was, was relentless, relentless in crashing, breaking through that Machitza to get the Nakuda Pnimisha, like Rabbi Nachman and his other tzaddik, and like Rav Tesla, and like Rav Meshach Shapiro. I'm not saying it's just by the Chesidim. To get to that Nakuda Pnimisha, believe, to get to that place. That the Rebbe Abunim said that even though the souls in the Fashas, the outer, and the Nefesh, of course, is the most external part of the soul, that even though the Nefashas are Miskatnim Bechaldor, even though the Nefashas are smaller in every generation, Nevertheless, the Nekudah the inner point of the heart, is becoming more and more pure. In each and every generation, more and more. There's all Rapsadik. In Pritzadik here, That even though the, the, the intellect is getting weaker from one generation to the next. However, the Kudush is becoming stronger and stronger than the Kudush HaBelev. Then he writes in the very Seifim, This is the explanation of what I received. Even though the generations are getting smaller, weaker, and not as pure, not as good, nevertheless, mitzad in the kuda shebelev ishe Yisraeli in the heart of a Jew, haleches umishtalemes yoyse is becoming more perfected. Umiira yoyse is shining brighter, bechol dor ad ace kates until the Mashiach shetestalem legamer will be completely perfected, and all the outside. Ugly things are going to peel, be peeled away, and then it will be revealed that Davka, the last generation, had the shiniest, brightest, most powerful in the Kudush of which was the sum total of all of the 
avoid in all the terms of Am Yisrael through all of the generations. <clears throat> That's why the Swarms say that one of the Kadmani would not be able to survive in our time to be a Jew like we're able to. We're still Jews. We're beaten, we're bruised, we're, we're having a hard time. But we're still Shem and Mrs. We're still trying to keep Mrs. We still daven, we still put on film, we still keep Shabbos. And the Tzadikim say that it'd be earlier generations, they wouldn't be able to be doing that. They, they wouldn't be able to be holding by it anymore. We're, we're, we're holding. They were, still, they were still trying to, with all of the Hestaponim, all, you know, all of the craziness of the world. And the Kudush HaBleif HaLechis Mestakechis Meir Yaisa B'chol Dor HaDeis Keshi Yisak Lagam Kekdusha Oise Peris He brings also B'chen Kibalti D'Afal Pisa Doris Halchim Eskatnim And the Kudush HaLechis Mestakechis Meir Yaisa B'chol Dor HaDeis Keshi Yisak Lagam To be completely purified Kia Kedusha Oise Peris Because Kedusha has children has Peris Kedusha continues on and on and on like we learned before Kedusha goes on the tzaddik has told us, has payers. All the good of our ancestors continues on and on and on. All the good that you and I ever do goes on. We'll pay with payers. And the fruits and the payers have payers. For herluch umaysef tamid. Herluch umaysef tamid. It's more and more and more and more. You see that by the Tamil Bosham, they saw all of that in the Machlaiks and Besham Besil, the two approaches. The approach of Pnimisa Torah of Chesidis and the approach of, of those who are Bali Nigla, which goes to the Machlaiks between Vamesh Shapir and that, and that Rosh Hashiva. Which Beshami says that we go and the candles are getting less and less and less. You light from eight and it goes down seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. And Basil says that it's moist of Allah, it's one and then two and three and four. As we get further in time, the light grows stronger and stronger. Not that the light goes weaker and weaker. The light grows stronger and stronger. The whole machloik is about, about Hanukkah. And that's the, the Nekudah Pneumus of Hanukkah is that machloik is a Bisham Basil. That the Hanukkah itself is the Rashtavis Ches Neus of Allah, it's the whole Indian of Hanukkah, it's moist of Allah. The or of Am Yisrael is Moisif Ha'elach, Moisif Ha'elach. The other way of looking at things is that it's Pachis, Pachis Ha'elach, less and less and less and less. And there is truth to that in the Chitzayinus. There is truth to that, but that's the Chitzayinus. Agav HaKash Baruch HaYochel Asa Yizkom Hashem does whatever He wants. And Hashem is not subjected to any kind of a law that says that the student is smaller than his rabbi. It's not always like that. There, there are Talmudim that are greater than their rebellion. In other words, there's a new generation that's greater than the last generation. There, is, there are kids that are stronger than their parents. We don't see that in our generation. <coughs> that there are children that are, that are doing better than their parents in their, in their Avaida. We don't see that. We don't see that the Talmudim are greater than their rebellion. What about the rule of, of Yuridus and Dairus? Right, it's supposed to be less and less and less. The Rosh apparently doesn't pass like, like us. 
He does whatever he wants. There's only gun wasn't wasn't small in his rabbi. Rav Kukloy had cut mirabo. Right, that's Rav Avinir's assessment. You know that you know, to make of these, we don't we have to be careful of these things. The Gra and Rav Kuk to who they were baying. But, <coughs> but El Gedoli Olam Elul Kibli Yeshivus Mitias Baruch Shadibalei and Derech Nishmasim Pnima in the new generation, and that's what Rav, Rav Kuk is talking about in the Shamus Kadoshes. Hashem speaks directly to these to these new to the children, speaks directly to them, and they're and they're tapped into that collective kedusha of Am Yisrael. Could be more than they more than the father or the grandfather, more than the Rebbe was. They're connecting more to that kedusha, that cumulative kedusha. They're connecting more for whatever reason that Hashem saw fit that this neshama would be able to pick up more on the frequency of earlier generations. So. Hashem does what he wants. This can be compared to a person who goes into a long tunnel. The tunnel gets darker and darker and darker. But when you get to a certain place in the tunnel, you begin to start seeing light that's coming from the other end of the tunnel. This really is, this, this motion comes from a Pinchas Karatzer. And the further you move along in the tunnel, there's more light. Ah, you're further away from the from the other side. You're further away from where you began, but you're you're past the midway point and you're closer to the end of the tunnel. And light is coming. That's where we are. Where we are now is Mamish holding Adat by by Mashiach. So the light that's coming in from outside the tunnel from Mashiach's side from the from Shal Mashiach is very very strong now. Very strong. So we find that there's things that we, that the whole world is mamish, uh, excited by that the early generations were. We're at the end of the tunnel, so the light of of Mashiach is already shining very brightly into the into the place that we're in. In the in the early generations, therefore, we see that there were certain truths that were not known even before the Zohar Kodesh became revealed, and at the time that the Rishonim spoke about things that were not also not known yet. Things about you know that the planets have thoughts and minds, and that the things that we look at in the Kadmonim that were. And now we're closer to the end of the tunnel, and the light of Mashiach is shining. And there are things that we could see that were not seen in earlier generations. <laughs> and therefore, we find that at the end of time, there are certain great, great, great nishamas, new nishamas, giants, that take their koach not from the other side of the tunnel, but from the next side of the tunnel, from the end of the tunnel. There are nishamas like that. That take, that take their koachas from the end of the tunnel, from the other side, from the exit, not from the entrance. So we're very far from the base of Mikdash. So there are those that just cry, like that Rosh Hashiva, that and we're very, very far, we're very far, gewalt, 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 with this, with this, with that, we're not, we're not worthy of learning these things, we're not holding by these things, and so on and so forth. And there are other nishamas that say, just lift your head up and look look outside, and you see the tunnel, you see that we're getting to the end of the tunnel. Why do you keep on looking with your head back? Why are you always looking the other way? <coughs> Why don't you look forward? If you look forward, you see that it's Mamish Arish Mashiach. 
you keep on looking back. We're nothing, we're nobody. The only thing that was ever good was what was in the past. We're worthless, we're nothing, we're nothing. Keep on looking back to the darkness of the earlier part of the dark. <laughs> Not far enough back, all the way to the Besamekdash, of course, just to the darkness. There are other Nishamas that their heads are always turned looking to see the, to see the light that's at the end of the tunnel. The different Nishamas, the, the <coughs> Mashiach, the Nishamas that look in that place. Now, what happens is that, of course, there are unfortunately going to be Jews that are not ready for that light, and they become very confused, and they become blinded by that light, and they, and they, and they behave in ways that are very, very far from the, from Torah mitzvahs. They become confused by that light, and the way that a person looks at that light and is taught to be able to appreciate that light is very, very important, or else you could be destroyed by that. But those neshamas at the end of time that are able to look at that light. And the ones that are always looking backwards, they ne- they can't understand each other, these two. They talk to each other, it doesn't make sense. Like, why on earth would you say that Rav Desler was hurting Klai Yisrael? Well, how could you say that learning Maharal is going to stop guys from learning Gemara? How could you say such a thing? So he would answer with different stories. But it's for the it's looking the other direction. And Rav Moshe Shapiro was looking at the end of the tunnel. And you try to have a conversation between these two, and it just doesn't go. It doesn't work. Of course, he, could, he totally ignored that and continued teaching after that. Baruch Hashem. Didn't, didn't stop him at all. Rav Moshe was, in a certain way, he was a little bit marginalized in the yeshiva world because of that. But he didn't care. Or if he cared, he didn't show that he cared. He just continued to do what he, he was supposed to do. It's a different, it's a different mahalach of how you look at the tongue. Shemesh Bok should help us to always keep our eyes focused on the light that's coming at the end.